Melnick in the afternoon. Listen live weekdays from 3 to 7 on TSN 690. The spaceman has landed. We'll get to Bill Lee in uh, just a moment. And again, our conversation from a few years ago when the book Badass is all about John Madden's Raiders with the snake Kenny Stabler. Uh, the full conversation coming up in about 12 minutes from now with writer Peter Richmond. Kenny Stabler has passed away uh, from colon cancer at the age of 69. It's recuperation is a testament to the way he lives his life. You know, he trains hard and he recuperates the right way and he eats right and, you know, he takes his job very, very serious and that's probably allows him to recuperate a lot faster than others for all the, the, the things that, that happened to him. In the aftermath of the news of the Pacioretty uh, injury to his knee, missing 12 weeks, all of training camp should be ready to go uh, October the 2nd. Uh, we remember the conversation we had with the man who works out, Max Pacioretty, in Connecticut, although this injury took place in Florida, off the ice. Uh, that is Ben Prentice uh, with us. Uh, about an hour ago, Brandon Prust. You know, he's a great guy. He's a great hockey player. Good in the dressing room. He's, uh, you know, one of the more respected guys in there. And uh, guys listen when he speaks up. And he works his butt off. You know, he uh, comes to camp in great shape. And uh, he's uh, definitely um, a great leader on that team. Training, that stuff happens. You know, you, you tweak something. It happens all the time. Guys kind of hurt ankles or, or hurt knees. Those are probably two of the biggest things that happen during training. You know, to be honest with you, when the Apache-Ready story broke, I couldn't help but think of that picture of Rory McIlroy uh, that McIlroy tweeted out. He had the, the cast. He hurt his knees playing pickup soccer. Right. And, you know, it seems on the surface like a great idea. Soccer, a lot of cardio, great workout. Uh, it's motivating, too, because it's a bit of fun competition with your friends if you're playing in a beer league like uh, McIlroy was. Maybe that's how Pacioretty did. Like, we just don't know. Maybe, you know, I know they do a lot of exercises where they have the the elastic bands around the ankles and you push from right to left, from right to left, from right. That puts a lot of torque on the knee. Maybe he was doing lunges with weights and he just went a little bit too too hard and tried to push himself too far past uh, past where the knee would, would allow him to do. There's so many ways yeah. uh, that this could have happened during off. Maybe, you know, Florida. Maybe he was playing beach volleyball. Maybe he was running on the beach. Sure hope it wasn't a, a ski jet thing like Moises Alou ripping up his knee a few years ago. Cost him the whole year. I wanted to be a spaceman. what I wanted to be. Hello there, Bill Lee. Can us athletes have fun during the offseason? <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? I mean, I, it's unfair to ask, but it, it, oh, it's a knee yeah. injury, but it doesn't require surgery, but he's out for 12 weeks. What does that tell you on the surface? Didn't hurt it that bad. That's what I hear. I'd say you're lucky, you know, if you'll come back from that. I had a, hell, I hurt mine carrying two bottles of Blue Nun running up 344 Com out. <laughs> oh, those are heavy bottles. <laughs> I'm telling you, when you got two bottles in your hand, you can't put your hand down to stop your fall. <laughs> uh. <laughs> yeah, what the heck, you know, I, I got it. Uh, Larritz hit a line drive at me yesterday in, in Bridgewater in front of 4,000 fans and tore my glove right off, right, split it right off me. It was a bullet change-up blowing away. Jim Larritz, the former Yankee? Yeah, Larritz. And yeah, I, yeah. Larritz was there. And, uh, oh, black guy Charlie Hayes. Yeah, Charlie Hayes. You know Charlie Hayes, former Philly, made the final out when the Yankees won the World Series in 96. Wow. He, like he caught the final out. Hi, he can still play. Yeah, yeah, he played third and played it spectacularly. And uh, uh, Dwight Gooden showed up, skinny with uh, looked like uh, tennis shoes on, trying to throw off the hill, and he was terrible. He walked 
13, but they, they decided they weren't going to count walks. So, you know, he walked Oil Can Boyd three, no, two times, and then he hit into a double play. And <laughs> so it was 0 0 after. What, 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 three. What, what event was this? This was a Wounded Warriors uh, alumni game at Bridgewater for that uh, the league that Butch Hobson, I think, plays in, and uh, independent ball. Right. They had 4,600 people there. Nice that's, nice crowd. That's pretty cool. Do you know that yeah. Doc Gooden was – we got the All-Star game around the corner. He was the youngest player to appear in an All-Star game as a pitcher when he wow. was 19 years old. Wow, the I youngest as a pitcher, the youngest pitcher ever to appear in an All Star game was Dwight Gooden. Well, he could fire, but he sure couldn't fire here. And uh, he pitched two and a third. I pitched four. Uh, I had two double plays. I got Leyritz to hit into a double play, and uh, a guy named Howe, left-handed hitter, uh, he hit into a double play. Okay, not Art Howe, the former manager. Not him. It was a left-handed hitter, dead pull hitter, Yankee guy. Back. Yeah, Art Howe was year. a right-handed hitter. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking of Art Howe. Did you see the movie Moneyball? Oh, yeah. You saw the movie? Yeah? Yeah, I saw the movie. Poor Art Howe. He was not portrayed very well in the movie. Well, I don't think you. That's probably the way he was. <laughs> kind of a curmudgeon I remember him as and stuff. And not the brightest light bulb in the bunch. <laughs> Former, just, uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, Philip Seymour Hoffman did a great yes, job. He did. But he Philip, was just, what an actor. What an actor. What a yeah, loss. Yeah, yeah. but, but yeah. In, the, in the movie, he was just stubborn and cranky and just uh, an ass. <laughs> That's right. That's the way he is in real life. I think he had him down to a T. I love that movie. You know, I love the ending with the daughter and them going yes. out and singing the song. I mean, it made me cry. Of course, any father-daughter movie makes makes me cry. Armageddon made me cry. <laughs> You're laughing at Bill's pain here. Yeah, no, yeah. Bruce, Bruce Willis, Willis on an asteroid uh, saving the Earth, you know, giving up his life for the whole Earth. It's just... Uh, see, Bill is a father-daughter movie. To me, it's the end-of-the-world movie. Um, and I have two daughters. I know. You do. I got two. Well, Bill, I got, I got two a... different mothers. But uh, they're very close, and they're coming up. They're uh, on the twenty second. They're coming up for two weeks. I'm going to stay in uh, New England and and uh, have my grandkids running around the farm. It'll be nice. I got a recommendation for you, then, Bill. Yes. Trouble with the curve. Oh yeah, I saw that. You saw that one with Clint Eastwood. Oh, as the old scout. His yeah. eyesight's going, and mm -hmm. he hears the sound, and it's the Indian boy or the the Mexican boy that's mother's cleaning the house, the apartment he's in or the motel room. You know, yeah. I gotta, I gotta say, uh, that's one of those movies that I saw. That I saw the trailer and I rolled my eyes and I thought, oh, this is going to be dreadful. But it was pretty good. Oh yeah, yeah, it was good. It was good, especially the relationship of the daughter and the, you know, the boyfriend in the pool hall, and it's it's very baseballish. It's exactly how all relationships start. You either meet your wife at a dance, a pool hall, or, uh, you know. Some of the players met him at a, at a what do you call those pen, uh, Playboy mansions. Yes. Well, how about Kenny Stabler? God bless him. He was married three times. I did not know he died today. Yeah, sixty nine. I didn't even know he had colon cancer. He went pretty quickly. He did. That'll kill you quick. You know, eating all that red meat and barbecue and stuff. And uh, yeah, I remember the time he put the marijuana in the hubcaps of the writer, and they got him busted. Down was, there. Yeah, well, we, we, uh, Peter Richmond's going to tell the whole story uh, in just a couple of minutes here, and that's probably why he's not in the Hall of Fame. Oh my God! Yeah. Well, you the you snake. have a, the snake. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah, the snake and Blitnikoff. That was that was my team. Otis Sistrunk, all of them. You know, I, I'm a I was a 
you know, black and silver. I was a Oakland fan my whole life. Cliff Branch. Yeah, Cliff Branch could run and haze the miler and all. You know, they, that guy, he, as an owner, he did some outlandish things, but uh, he put together a good team, and then he kind of fell to the wayside. Just win, baby. He lost, He was kind of like the Howard Hughes of the NFL, Al Davis. Yeah, he was. That's a good analogy. Is Howard Hughes is amazing. Just win, baby. Just win, baby. Have a great yeah. weekend, Bill. Thank you, guys. Uh, I'll see you on Monday. Bye-bye. Melnick in the afternoon. Listen live weekdays from 3 to 7 on TSN 690.